Welcome to The Well Q&A Podcast. The Well is the student ministry of Key Life Fellowship, which exists to equip students for lifelong service of Jesus Christ. Each week through a QR code given to them at youth, students of The Well anonymously send in various questions they have regarding the lesson or even about various biblical topics. We pray that we may also be a blessing to your Christian walk as together we find all the answers that we need in the Word of God. I would be a liar if I said I didn't know this question was coming, especially because we have asked a lot of questions that really have to do a little bit with what's been asked today. Several months ago, you guys asked about the gift of tongues. What is that? And I would encourage you to go back and thumb through our, our prior episodes and go check that out and learn what that really is. But then a few weeks ago, you guys asked about healing. Is there a gift of healing? What, what, what is this, if so? And so naturally flowing, you guys thought to ask the question, is there prophecy today? And are there prophets today? Well, this stems, all, all three of these questions stem from what's known, and we've talked about it a lot, of, a lot as the charismatic movement. Uh, it, it is a movement that tries to emphasize and really overemphasize the supernatural spiritual gifts. And again, I'm using my famous air quotes to describe that. And, and they will take these supernatural sounding apostolic gifts of the first century church and they will try to give them some application today. And more often than not, they are misapplied today and they don't even have the right biblical application or understanding that the New Testament church would have even had of what they suppose these gifts are today. Prophecy is another one of these things we need to look at. But first, what, what is a, we need to know what a prophet is. And it's always helpful when asked a question to ask a further question, ask more diagnostic questions. This is what we're kind of going to do today. And so what is a prophet? A prophet is simply a, a spokesman on behalf of God, someone who speaks for God, speaking the word of God. So you, you could stretch this and say, okay, well, everyone who preaches from the Bible is a prophet. And, and yes, in, in a way, but that, that's not really what we see the gift of prophecy being in the Scripture. Now, in the Old Testament, we, see, we actually have the books known as the major prophets and the minor prophets. There were even people who didn't write books who were identified as prophets, the prophet Elijah, Elisha, they didn't write any books. They were definitely prophets. You may be familiar with Isaiah, Jeremiah, Jonah even, Micah, Malachi, Zechariah, Daniel, and so on and so forth. But they spent a lot of their time, what we see recorded in Scripture, foretelling. That is to tell what has yet to come. They would do this in a way that was one... First off, completely from the Lord. And that if it's any word from God, it cannot be a lie and it has to be the truth because God is truth. Malachi says he cannot lie. And so we have this, that they would, these prophets in the Old Testament would speak something and tell the future, if, if you can say that, before it even happened. How did they know this? Because they were given a divine word from God. Now, here's what they wouldn't do. 
they wouldn't just give a vague prophecy like it's going to go good for you, it's going to go well for you, it's going to go bad for you. You you've been messing up, you've been bad. Well, of course we've all been bad, and so that's easy. I mean, the shot is wide. They would give specific and accurate. I mean, completely specific and accurate prophecies, like the way someone would die. What would happen after they die? We know that Jesus, his own birth was given by a prophet. His birthplace, his virgin birth even. You don't just guess that. It doesn't just get random. And so these prophets would speak the word of God clearly and completely accurately. They were raised up, we see really in specific key areas throughout Scripture. We see that there was a, a, a large prophetic ministry with Moses. Moses, definitely a prophet of God. We see it kind of being here and there until the time, really, of Elijah and Elisha and all of those prophets, all on through Malachi. And you had, again, the, 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 some of the major prophets, Isaiah and Jeremiah, in that, around that time frame. And then after Malachi, the last book in the Old Testament, who was a minor prophet, not he was a, any less important prophet, but minor just talks about and refers to the time that he spent in his prophetic ministry. There was actually a 400-year silence until the next prophet arose. It was John the Baptist. And after John the Baptist, we know that he was the forerunner to Jesus Christ, who spoke the Word of God as the Word of God. And in the, the era of the apostles. And all of them are now dead. And so, so we, got, we see God in these big uh, climactic portions of redemptive history raising up prophets in a widespread manner. And he's not obligated to do this. And so that's just kind of the Old Testament going on through. Now the New Testament, they obviously were there and given this gift of prophecy to validate God's work, to validate his new work in establishing the church. And the church was, to man, a very new thing in the first century. And so what happened was God rose up prophets to speak his word to validate his work. This is what he did all throughout the Old Testament as well. So that's specific there. Uh, they, they didn't have something that we have, and that's very important to understand. But here's today's prophets. More air quotes. Instead of giving specific and accurate 100% come true prophecies, they give vague at best. They would be the ones, it's going to go good for you, you're going to get good news, you're going to get this. It's not just right on the money. There's no way this can actually happen unless it's God. They're vague at best, um, or they're just completely wrong. There, there was something <laughs> several years ago, and 2020, there was a presidential election that like every so-called, quote-unquote, prophet prophesied that Donald Trump would be the president at the 2020 election. I told them this and that, and that happened. Well, wait a minute. That Obviously, he's not our president. So this is the idea of a prophet from the scriptures and then an idea of a prophet today. You can probably get where we're going with this. Now, what is a prophecy? A prophecy, it actually means to speak or to utter or to declare something. 
And when you spoke that as a true prophet of God, it was guaranteed to happen. A true prophet, per Deuteronomy 18, 15 through 22, Deuteronomy chapter 18, if you'll look there on your own time in verse 15 through verse 22, you will see God's qualifications for a prophet. A true prophet spoke the word from God, spoke the word infallibly from God. Now, if someone spoke the word of God in a false manner, like if they said this, God told me, God spoke to me, and God, thus says the Lord, and then they spoke something, and it did not happen. Per Deuteronomy 18, they were supposed to be put to death for being a false prophet. Here's what happens today with so-called prophets. If they miss one, and they will say this, I just missed one, I missed that one, just brushed off. It's like not a big deal. Oh, man, <laughs> try, ne try next time. No. If you're really hearing from God, you will speak infallibly because his words are infallible. But the problem is when you speak something that you say, God told me, and that's the, that's the problem. You should never say God told me, God spoke to me because, well, number one, that's a huge danger because you set yourself up for being a false prophet. Number two, that's not how that works. So here's the big question about the whole gift of prophecy. Hypothetically. Why is it needed? Why, why, why does the church need the gift of prophecy today? Especially here in America. And God is in charge of giving spiritual gifts. All of them. Do we actually need, and this is what they'll say, a fresh word? Brother, I got a fresh word from you. A fresh word for you from God. It, it, is, it is up to date. It is not outdated. And they're referring to the Bible when they say that. But I don't know that we really need a new fresh word that isn't from the pages of Scripture where you can give me a chapter and verse. Because the Bible says about itself in Hebrews 4.12 that it's alive and active. It's sharper than any double-edged sword. I don't know that anything's better than alive and active. Second Peter verse nine, chapter 1, excuse me, verse 19 says this about prophecy. It says that we also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. What's he talking about here with this prophetic message completely reliable? Verse 20, above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. What he just said is, we've got a more sure and more reliable word now in the Scriptures. We've got this. And so why would we need someone to give us a fresh word? Why would we need a prophecy when we have the Bible? It's better. It's more reliable and more sure. The most concrete reason why I believe that there are no prophets today. Hebrews 1 verse 1. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. Verse 2, but, but in these last days, he has spoken to us by His Son. This is how God used to speak to us, but now He's spoken to us through Christ. The Gospels, 
was the story of Christ and the life of Christ. The, the, the Acts was the apostolic teachings from and of Christ. The rest of the New Testament are writings from the apostles and their close associates. From who? Christ. And so here's what we have. We've got a way better word. We don't need this gift of prophecy if we have a Bible. That's why I tell you the Bible, you need it. The Bible's so important. We go to the very doctrine of Scripture. Clearly stated, 2 Timothy 3, verse 16. All Scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. You know what you need to be used of God? You need His Word given to you. Where do we get that? The Scripture. The, the breath of God. You don't get that from some guy saying, or some lady, I got a word from you. The Lord told me. The Lord spoke to me and wanted you to know this. That's bogus. If anybody ever says that to you, you need to run. You need to say, after they say, I've got a word from God for you, ask them what book, what chapter, what verse. Because that is the only valid word from God that we have today. And know this, that if there's someone who believes in this prophetic ministry and the prophetic gifts, just know straightforward they have a very low view of Scripture. And even if they say they have a high view of Scripture, they do not. Because if they did have a high view of Scripture, they would want nothing to do with some other word. Their nose would be stuck in the Bible, and they would hear God speak through the pages of Scripture. This is how He speaks today. I'll ask you this. Is God speaking to you today? You can know this for certain. When you open up your Bible, the Lord is speaking, and He is alive and he is active. And so, go hear from God, go read from God, go learn from God, and I pray that you would know God.